Right, did you get a chance to listen to uh, Lucero's episode last week? I did. It dude, what did you think about that? Dude, it definitely, like, I, I know very little information on eating disorders, so I was definitely enlightened and super aware of things, you know, and a lot of it made a lot of sense, you know, made me even look at myself, like, man, <laughs> do I, you know, periods of my life, have I been like that, you know, and I think so, you know, there was, have been periods where it's like, maybe body dysmorphia more for me, like got to be bigger and then you feel small and it's like, boom. So like, man, these, these, these things can kind of creep up on anybody, you know, and you don't even really know that you have something going on, you know, but it made me think like, yeah, there's definitely periods in my life where I've had body dysmorphia and was obsessed with being bigger and not seeing how big I was or how cut I was or something like that. But it's definitely enlightening. Me too, man. I'm, in real time, I'm inter- doing the interview. And I'm like, check, <laughs> check, check. <laughs> I was like, oh, I think I need some help here because, yeah, like, it's got to be. We work out because we want to change ourselves. You know, we want to look a certain way and be. And we, we, it's easy to get obsessed, mm-hmm. and it's easy to get like in an unhealthy state where, like, you're like just it consumes you so man and for us as men being wanting to at times of our life get a bunch of bigger and more muscles and so i don't think that would be as detrimental to our health but Mm -hmm. for not only women but men too but like of weight loss and like what you do to your body to get the weight off like that is as really um it's really uh, sad and really is a state to be like so, um, you know, what you put your body through and, yeah. and your mental and, and physical. It's crazy when you see like the levels to it. That's what I was like, okay, there's levels to this. You see the extreme stuff yeah. like throwing up after you eat and stuff or super starvation or like body dysmorphia, guys using extreme steroid use to look a certain way. And then there's other levels where maybe it's like you're not going that extreme, but you're focusing on it way too much, you know? So it's like pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Welcome to the Fit in 42 Life Podcast. Fitness, lifestyle, community, and getting better every day. All right, welcome back to the Fit and 42 Life. I'm kind of stuffed up today, guys. I'll tell you why in a second. So here we go. So we had the... Oh, what's up, Ryan? Sorry, man. You were right. I'm like... What up, Ryan's here? What like, up, 42? Ryan's like, hey, what's up? Hey. I'm here, too. It's because he's not used to having me here. Dude. You know, like a week goes by or so, and I don't exist anymore. I lost my, but <laughs> lost my flow. All right, so um, we did the... The run for ALS was last week, July 1st, dude. So uh, David put on, David and the La Quinta 42 crowd, the crew over there, did an amazing job. Dude, like they had this giant like, this giant like start, blow up, inflatable. They they just had it all A plus, man. It's just elite event. It was awesome. I think they raised like $8,000 too, which is just awesome so i'm running this race i'm i'm, I'm going in i'm thinking i'm being all um you know i'm not shalom i even said like yeah if i i was joking about like getting 30 minutes getting it done in 30 minutes and um 
I'm like a mile in. And so there's some young guns there. There's some younger people doing the race, some young guys, young girls. And so about a mile in, I'm like fifth in the pack. I'm like, I feel good about this. All of a sudden, I hit a wall, like this wall. <laughs> I was like, what the F? And I was like, what's going on? Why? I didn't understand. Like I couldn't, like my uh, breathing was off. It just felt hard. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so... I finished in like 39 minutes and I was like, you know, I have high expectations of myself. So I'm like, what the heck, Jerry? And then so I get done and David's like, yeah, sorry guys. That was actually, uh, that was actually four miles. <laughs> so five K is three miles, everybody. But David, they threw in an extra mile, but I'm like, okay, that makes my time a little better. But, and so I, I went home and I was like, I just feel tired. I'm like, man, I feel run down from that rate. And, and mind you, I just did the four by four by 48 with the girls. And I ran a four mile leg and I was like, we ran at a, a medium pace, but I was like, Oh, that was fun. That was nice. Like this, this 5k felt like I was like running like a spray. It was, it was so anyway, I got sick after it. So I got this congestion thing going since, so, so like the last six days. So that's why I sound a little off today. But also, I'm putting an asterisk next to that the time, and I'm ready for this next one, dude. I can't wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say you were probably sick before the run. That's what we're gonna go yeah. with. So oh, it was yeah. like creeping like, up yeah, your yeah, body, sure. and then you went overload yeah. by doing that run, and then you're out. Yeah. So my something was going on, man. <laughs> I'm like, this is not you. What's happening? So that was such a badass event, though. Like, uh, I forget why I. And I ended up going in late because we had to, we were at the, our studio, so I had to be there and do some stuff with Elise in the morning. And uh, so I only got there at the end with the team because we had donations to drop off and stuff. But seeing all of the videos and all the pitch, it looked, it was A+. plus. Like, they had everything. So proud of those guys and just putting on just a, a, a really excellent event, you know. And I look forward to it because I'm like, dang, this is such a special cause. They it's such a great job putting it on. This needs, 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 needs to be like an annual event. This should be an annual event for, you know, ALS and and put it on when you do it once, you know exactly what to do. And everyone showed up and loved it. There was like, what, 70 to a hundred people. I think or there was something. somewhere at a hundred. It was something just like crazy. That. It was so, and thank you for everyone amazing. that donated. We had the general, we had, um, we had, um, so I just remember the general, we had so much um, roots <laughs> and Maine hair studio. What's up? Roots <laughs> and Maine. Um, so we, we just had a lot of uh, awesome people donate and that was really just awesome. So great. So, um, you had your, first of all, 4th of July, you had your ruck, you had your ruck yeah, going that, on. that but, Sunday, but you put this giant flag in the studio. Yeah. How big is it? What's the, do you know how big it is? I don't even is? know. So Where'd I, you get it? Amazon? Amazon. Damn, so Amazon. yeah, I bought, so I have a big flag in my backyard that I, where I work out in one of my workout zones and it covers like basically the whole house, but I had bought this one first and because I'm not really a measurement guy, I'm just like, yeah, let's get that. You know, Jerry's <laughs> more of good. a measurement guy. I'm like, that looks cool. I get it. And I'm like, this is the biggest flag I've ever seen. It's like, I was like, this thing should be at like a car dealership. But I was yeah. like, I was like, I could probably use it for something. So I just kept it. And 
And then over time we just did this ruck and I was like, man, it'd look cool in the studio. So then we took it in and I started to like play with it and stuff. And then Dulce's dad, Armando, was like, hey, let's put it behind right there to look great and all that. Dude, and I was like, right. yeah. So he put it up and now it's like a like staple Dude, in the studio. Nobody pops. wants to take it down. Wow. I'm like, I'm not taking I it down. It's probably eight feet tall, maybe <clears throat> eight by 10, probably. It's it's huge. I yeah. love it, man. And you had your ruck. Tell us yeah. about the ruck. Yeah. So we did the ruck. It was pretty funny. So this is a, I, I challenge people. <laughs> this is what I do, you know? So like we do a ruck, but I uh, intentionally, I did it at eight in the morning because I knew it'd be around nine. 90 degrees to 100 <laughs> degrees, and that's perfectly fine, right? My job as a coach is to put people in tough situations so that they could become better, you know? Um, but yeah, so a ruck is like females wear a seven or a 35-pound pack, and men wear a 50-pound pack, and then you basically ruck, which is walk uh, for uh, six miles, right? A 10K with it on. And it's one of the most challenging things you can do, especially if you don't train like that. And we had close to around 40 people show up and, and do it and take the challenge on. And they're freaking savages, but we had American flags out there. We had our rucks on and it was just a full on celebration of, you know, independence day and us doing stuff hard and challenging and difficult, but it was a great turnout, great event, super fun, you know, and I definitely, uh, some people backed out, you know, because the heat, you know, and I, I, I the night before I just got went off on it, you know, <laughs> like, hey, this, like I don't lose focus in my job as a coach. Right. I'm not shifting the time ever. Like that's the last thing we're going to do here is whoever shows up is going to be very proud of the accomplishment, which they were. Those guys at Cross were like, that was one of the toughest things, coach, that I've ever done. And yeah, the heat was a big part of it, but I'm happy I did it, you know? And then, like I said, the ones that didn't come, they're going to have to live with that, not me, you know? And it's funny because I was explaining to a lot of them why I did that because in, in, there's a, in like samurai culture or Japanese culture, um, with their soldiers and their military, they intentionally train under harsh conditions, right? So like if there's extreme heat, they train on purpose that day. Like they we're going out there. If there's a storm, we're going out there, uh, whatever extreme, um, circumstances makes you better and makes you grow in, in mentally and physically is the theory. And as a coach, I believe in that theory, right? So it was an awesome event though. And definitely celebrated 4th of July the way I like to celebrate. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Was it, <clears throat> was there a charitable component to it or is not it, this one? Yeah. This was just a fun one, you know, but we usually do the end of the year one for uh, domestic violence, but this one was just, uh, oh yeah. Celebrating. Awesome. All right. The topic today, four ways to build unbreakable confidence. So you're like, four, that's kind of interesting. Well, we couldn't think of five, and we had more than three. We're like, four is perfect, guys. So that's where it's coming from. So <laughs> I'm going to lead off with the first one. Yeah. This is a big one. So actually, let's just lead into this. What, do I, what, what about building unbreakable confidence? What does that mean? I mean, it just means where you're like, you feel good about yourself, and you feel you feel just in a state of, of you belong and you, you're, you're proud of yourself and you're just, you're just, I don't like to use the definition of the word, but you're just confident. And so we wanted to, to, we wanted to give you some things that work for us and in our lives. And the, 
the great thing about confidence is it can be it can be created and not everyone's born confident like i'm not definitely born confident and and but it's something i've worked on and i'm very confident in a lot of ways and there's other things that i'm not as confident but i'm aware of it and so i just want people to know that like if you're willing to put the work in and and continue continually to strive to if you if you see something you don't like and you're like no 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 I want to be better in this situation I want to do this well hopefully these four tips can spark you know spark something in you all right first one keeping promises to yourself that's like like if you tell yourself you're going to do something and you do it like you know that you can rely on you so keeping that promise of I'm getting up at 5 a.m. or I'm going to be there tomorrow for that workout at 9 a.m. or I'm going to read 10 pages every day or I'm going to do this 75 hard challenge or I'm going to do Fit and 42 program or I'm going to whatever. Like oh, a lot of times you... A lot of times we just let ourselves down a lot. We just fail, keep failing. We keep stopping. We keep stopping. But like become a person that like, now if, if it's something you really want to change, if you're like, shoot, I could really work on my confidence. And I think we all can. So I think this topic is really relatable to most people. But like if you really are saying, you know what? I want to be more confident with the way I look, with my body shape or my, I just, I just, I just want to feel like me in my own skin. I want to feel, I just want to feel happy about my body. Well, it's going to take work. And a lot of times you'll tell yourself you're going to do something. You just don't do it. You just stop. And we've said this a lot throughout our episodes, but like you could have been a quitter your whole life. It doesn't matter. Today, if you're not, a, today starts a new you. So like you might have quit yesterday. Who gives a shit? It doesn't matter. Today, don't quit. Today, become somebody that, you know what? I failed too many times at that one thing. I'm not failing again. And boom, put that foot down. Yeah, guys, it's, it's really like understanding why most people don't have confidence. Like ask yourself why. So if you're a person that doesn't have confidence, ask that question. Why don't I have confidence? Right. And get to the root cause of it. And I find that this one uh, point right here is why most people don't have confidence because they don't follow through. Right. Most don't follow through with anything they say ever. Right. Most people just dream and, and I want this and I want to do that. And I want to, and that's as far as it goes, but they don't put the work in. They don't follow up, follow through with the actionable steps to achieve that. And then when they don't achieve things, their confidence starts to lower and lower and lower because they become a person that doesn't execute and get things done. Now, vice versa, in order to build your confidence up, you have to start becoming a person that executes, right? And like Jerry said, by doing, you know, if you say you're going to get up at 5 a.m., you're getting up at 5, you're drinking your water, right? You're each sticking to your nutrition plan. You know, if you have a business or something like that, you're calling leads, you're cleaning the toilets, you're doing all these things that in order to achieve the outcome you want, right? And when you do those things over and over again and you follow through day in and day out, 
that confidence builds and it builds because you're doing what you said you're going to do and then you start to get the outcome you wanted and then when you start to win and start to achieve and start to get the successes that you want that confidence comes right because you've turned yourself into a person that keeps promises to themselves you can trust yourself and that's the thing is most people don't trust themselves because they've lied to themselves over and over again. And you have to gain that trust within yourself. Right. And then it's cool because when you start to gain trust with yourself and confidence in yourself, others start to gain trust in you, too, and confidence in you, too. And that equates to more opportunities for you in all aspects of life, right? Because now your confidence is high in yourself, but then others see that and they start putting you in situations because they know you're a person that follows through. So that's one of the most powerful things you guys can do to to build confidence up within yourself. Yeah, I was just writing some things down that you said there. And... Holding yourself to a higher standard is like, I think that goes right along with that. Mm -hmm. Like you're somebody who, if you say you're going to do something, you're going to do it. Like, and that's so important. I love what you said about people trusting you more because, oh, he doesn't drop the ball. Mm -hmm. She doesn't drop the ball. She gets, she says it, she's going to do it. He says it, he's going to do it. What's number two, right? Number two, commit to the hard work and doing hard things, right? And that's a really powerful one too, is being someone who's willing to see, like we've said in the past, seek the struggle out, right? You're willing to do hard things. You're willing to do challenging things. And that's, uh, that builds confidence in yourself because you're a person that doesn't run from those the hard times, from the difficult times, from the struggling times. You run towards it and you build confidence because you become someone that can overcome anything, right? It's like you, you push yourself, you challenge yourself and you're willing to execute on it. And that comes down to you putting in work, right? You putting in the work, you challenging yourself every single day to just get the job done. And that builds ultimate confidence. And when you, when you put the work in, you know, you're going to be able to do hard things. So you're not scared for, of the hard things. You're willing, you know that you could get it done. Right. So it's like, Put the work in, guys, and do those hard things in your life, right? Because that is really one of the key things to building confidence. But most people don't put the work in, and they run from hard things. Why do you think they have low confidence in themselves, right? Because they run from situations that's going to make them greater, right? Work and hard things are opportunities to be excellent, right? They're opportunities to grow, and most people are running from that stuff, and that's why they're unconfident in who they are. Putting in the work, <clears throat> you put that work in with anything you studied, you prepared ahead of time for uh, something you have to do that's that's big. You know, when it's time to to go, you're like, I already did the work. I, I've been doing it. I have that confidence because I'm prepared. Now, I'll t- tell you a story about my coaching days. You know, they were good. I was... I was pretty good, but (laughs) (laughs) I think I was, I think I thought I was more good than I was, but, but I had a good time and, um, but there were some days I was like a, uh, like a diva. I would, I would walk into the room. I didn't even know the workout and I would be like, 
look up on the board like here we go and then i would just wing it and sometimes i just bomb and i was like whoop no confidence no nothing because i didn't even study i didn't do shit i just i just showed up and i didn't have confidence i just had confidence myself but then i bombed and i was like oh this is not going well i was not prepared i did not do the work and like to prepare and then i look at somebody that puts in the work like i remember i showed up at i want to say 2 p.m. at like Palm Springs and Frank was in there like studying the workouts for maybe that day. It was completely away from one of her work hours. Like it was not like it was a like totally two hours from her next session if she was even training that night or in, in like three or four hours from the morning session. So like there was no reason for her to be there, but she was putting in the work to study and to make sure she she knew the moves and she was had the paper in front of her and was just visualizing. And I was like, holy shoot, this girl is legit because <laughs> putting in the work and cause it was important to her that she provided, she had that, that standard that she needed to live up to. And like that stuck with me watching her do that because I was like, I didn't, I never seen that before. And I'm sure if you've worked with Franco, you know that she doesn't miss. And so, but she puts in the work to build the confidence. It doesn't just, the work out of the day gets sent to her and she's like, oh, okay, let's, and then starts training. No, like she's prepared by beforehand. And that's what, that really, and that was like six months ago, eight months ago. It was a long ass time ago, but it stuck with me because I'm like, wow, that is a, that is special. And not everyone does that. And, but I bet you she has really high confidence in her craft because of of what she's willing to do away from what is expected of her. So like, for instance, no one told her to be there. No one told her, hey, make sure you get here two hours. And she she takes that pride in, her, in what she does and she's like, I need to deliver this perfectly and put the work in. So that stuck with me for a long time. Yeah, I think you nailed it. Like, it's so true what preparation... You know, being prepared leads to confidence. It's 100%. It's like when you had a presentation when you were a kid, I remember doing presentations and I'd be scared shitless. You yeah. know, why? Because I didn't, I didn't prepare for it. I know I'm just going to walk up there and bomb yeah. in front of everybody. And then you realize, man, if I just actually knew what I was talking about, if I actually put the time in to learn whatever my presentation's about, then you're going to walk up there like, let's go. You know, and that's that's how it is. So I think... Always be prepared in everything you do. Be prepared for your work. Be prepared for whatever it is, but always put your preparation first. And then that is definitely going to equate to more confidence in anything you do. And Franco is a beautiful example of that because I always, I say that all the time. Nobody prepares harder than Franco. She's going to, she's going to go in. She's going to visualize. She's going to do her drills. She's going to make sure she knows. And then when you see her in class, it's just so smooth. It's so efficient and so thought out and bam. And like, so everyone sees how great someone is, yeah. but, right? Yeah. Isn't that like they see the greatness? So they might be like, oh, sh this comes easy to her because she's just so good at it. But you don't see her pacing around mm -hmm. in the middle of the day studying. Like that's that's interesting that you said that because you just see the result. Like her mm -hmm. clients see her, but they don't see the behind the scenes mm -hmm. stuff. And sadly, a lot of people, there's no behind the scenes stuff. And then they're just kind of like, well, you know, there's, this is happening or this and that, and I'm not, things aren't working out or I'm not really getting to where I need to get to. And, you know, my boss, this, and, 
oh, bad luck here and this there. And then it's like, dude, did you, have you been grinding to get to where you want to get to? Are you putting in, there's like, all right, there's like a nine to five. So we got the nine to five, you know, most people work their eight hours, but that's like the game you're working at work. But if you want to level up at something in life, you got to do in the overtime, you got to do stuff away from what's expected of you or before work or after work or whenever you got kids wake up super early or stay up super late. But like, then you earn that confidence because you put it in and you're like, I, I, you, so like doing above and beyond to, to build up and get to where you need to get to. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, take number three. Right? Number three. So guys, I love this one. So number three, self-reflection and see how far you've come. Right. So self-reflection guys did. So let me explain this one to you. So a lot of people don't self-reflect. And the, re the, the reason I love this one is because you guys all need to understand how great you are and how amazing you are, right? And how do you do that? By looking back at your life and looking at all the great things you've accomplished, right? So if you ever want confidence, just look back at your achievements. I graduated high school. I got my degree. I built a successful business. I have a successful marriage. I have wonderful kids. You know, I take care of all my, my family, Whatever it is, you know, but you could look back at your life and see all the highlights, the good things that you've done and your amazing accomplishments. And all of us have those. Right. So reflecting on those is going to boost our confidence up because we know if we look you proven that you can achieve and that you could execute and that you could do certain things at certain points in your life. And that's going to boost confidence in yourself is looking at your highlights and then just being proud of yourself, which gives you confidence. And then the second way to reflect is to look at all the things you've overcome in your life as well. So like really chronicle, like, man, I don't know, maybe it was a rough divorce. Maybe it was a business failure. Maybe you got fired from a job. Um, I don't know, but you could look at bad times, right, of your life. Like, man, that was really hard. But guess what? You stand today. You're moving today. You're living today. You're, you're still standing. You're not broken. You're not defeated. You're still moving forward. And that's something to be proud of, right? Because all of us have really difficult things we've overcome whether it's life circumstances or, you know, physical and, and mental disorder, whatever it is, but we all have those things, but we're still here today. And that should bring you confidence in yourself because you can't be broken and you have the ability to overcome. And that should instill confidence when the next struggle comes your way, you know that you can handle it because you've been there before and you've proven you have that overcoming muscle within yourself. So that's like two ways that I really love to to reflect, to boost my confidence up is look at those highlights and the great things you've done, but also look at the bad times and the over the things you've overcome. So number four guys. So now we're going to jump into number four. It's celebrating and creating the memories, right? Creating some memories. So number four is absolutely a game changer, right? Cause like for me, I'm not a celebratory person at all. Right. It's like I could accomplish something and I'm like, yeah, great. That's cool. You know, and then kind of move on. And like I've done that so many times because it's always what's next, what's next, what's next. But I've learned that I could build my confidence up in the pride within myself if I actually celebrate these moments. Right. So when something good happens, 
to acknowledge it, you know, like in the example I'm going to give that I was telling Jerry is like when we won the best of the Valley for like the top gym and fitness classes or whatever, um, last year, like we won and I was like, Oh, that's cool. You know? And I just kind of like, uh, just kind of like shunned it off. Like I do everything, you know? And then, Hold on, Ryan. Yes. Why, why is that? Um, it's cause I'm moving on to the next thing all the time. And I, I, I don't know what it is wiring wise, but I just kind of like, don't acknowledge any victories. I'm the same way. So, ever, it's, right? yeah, so it's like, um, you, is that something you like, or is this something that you're deciding no, I, I need to change? That? I, I, I do need to change it because it's, it is being proud of yourself. And I realize I do yeah. need to be proud of myself, but I think for so long, you just keep pushing, pushing, pushing yeah. and pushing and pushing. And that's the wiring I have is to keep pushing and not really stop. And then I, I, if I, if I stop, I feel like I'm taking away from whatever's next, you know? But the great thing is like, 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 like that situation is like when we had one, I didn't really want to, they had a banquet and I'm like, I don't want to go to that, you know? And like, whatever, like, let's just keep moving forward. But then Dulce was like, let's go. And then Jerry's like, let's go. So we all went and it was awesome. It was freaking awesome just to be there with them and to be there in that moment and to acknowledge what we accomplished after so many years, you know. And then what happened was like I was really proud of us. Like I actually sank in in that moment of celebration, being at that banquet. It sank in like, wow, we did something cool. We did something amazing. We changed a lot of people's lives. But what it really ultimately did was created a, an amazing memory for me that brings me confidence within myself. Because now when I look back at like winning an award, I don't look back at the award. I look back at the time I spent with Dulce and Jerry and our experience there of like being around other people that won and to walk across the stage together and, you know, to drink some champagne together like a champion, you know, and it, it that's the memory that lives in me. So when I look back, I'm like, you know, I celebrated that victory, but it created this profound memory within my brain that I can never forget. And it makes me very proud of who we are and what we've done. And it instills massive confidence in me because those were the best businesses in our community. And we were in that territory with them. And that was really cool, you know, and that's just an example of celebrating. And for me, it's cool having people make me celebrate and acknowledge, hey, we need to slow down and, and soak this in. But I find the more that when I achieve something, I have to intentionally and deliberately put it like on my calendar that we're going to celebrate this thing so that I could have that memory so that I could pull that out whenever I want to build myself back up. Right. Or to really acknowledge, you know, why I am who I am or whatever. Right. So hopefully that makes sense. <laughs> it makes a ton of sense. I was just thinking, cause I'm the same way. Like we're like high achiever guys. We, we have goals for ourselves and we want to keep pushing, keep pushing. And then if you celebrate, you feel like you're almost going to lose your edge because you're like, you're getting high on your own supply now. And you're just kind of like, like you're not pushing mm -hmm. anymore because you're wasting time celebrating. And I remember this, this story. It was like 2012 or 13. It was a Sunday. I, I just signed up like the 93rd Fit and 42 <laughs> member of that session. It was the craziest 42 session we've ever had. 93 people. 
And I remember sitting back in my chair and being like, holy moly, we have 93 people starting on Monday. It was like, tomorrow they're starting. And I was like, wow. And I was like, that's pretty freaking amazing. I was like, we took this from zero to now 93 people. And I was like, two years ago, we were, um, we foreclosed on our house and uh, we had this big gym off of Alessandro and we had to give the keys back to the owners of the building. We're like, dude, we, we have no more money. We can't do anything. Like, uh, you can't take our house because like, we're losing that. We just had, but then, but so that two-year period, then to come up with 42, the program in 2010, right after, I think it was 2009, the very end of the year, we gave the keys back. And so in May 2010, we ran the first 42. And two years later to now signing up 93 people for that program was like, holy, that was like the, that was my late, I sat back in my chair, I like fist pumped and I was like, hell yeah. And I just remember celebrating that because I didn't celebrate that before. And we were Fin 42 from 2010, May to that point, it, Fin 42 was exploding. But in that two years, that was the first time I actually was like, dude, that's really awesome. And um, so guys like you or I, Ryan, when we're, I think it's great. I think it's called wisdom. It's <laughs> wisdom. And now that you're like, dude, I got to celebrate more. I got to mm -hmm. use this for my memories. I got to do that. And I think there's a lot of people here too that, that don't celebrate themselves more. I think we all should. We should all be proud of ourselves when we accomplish anything and because going back to the Kanye, going back to Kanye <laughs> when his, uh, his documentary, but when he was like, people think I went in myself. They think I'm so conceited. They think I'm so like, like I'm the number one. But he's like, I am, if I don't think I'm great and I don't give myself credit, who else is? Like, mm -hmm. I'm like, it's just me and me. Like, I need to be able to, like think I'm the greatest so like I can do great things. And he said it way better and it was way understandable. Like, cause when you think of Kanye from like, if you don't really follow what he does a lot, but you might think, oh, that guy's, that guy's a maniac. He's totally into himself and he's just, just a wacko. But like when you get to behind the scenes, like this documentary, it was really powerful how he spoke about his self-confidence to elevate him. And it was something that, I think any of anyone that hates Kanye would even be like, oh, that makes sense now. Yeah, I thought he was a total D-bag just because he's always talking about how great he is. But he's like, I got to think I'm great because who else will? But so I really, did you see that? Yeah. You know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about? I highly recommend that. Like, even if you're not a Kanye fan, you can learn a lot from him. But his supreme confidence in himself is why he's achieved so much, yeah. you know, and he does certain things and has yeah. incredible self-talk and self-belief in himself, you know. Uh, one, uh, a couple other things I just want to touch here is what I realized about this whole celebrating thing, right? What I realized, cause for so many years I didn't celebrate anything and then I started to celebrate and then I realized, damn, the celebration actually pumps me up to move forward. Right. Interesting. So like, for example, like when we won our award, it got me pumped up and excited to 
get back to it, right? To get back with the teams and get back into our programs and get back and do it. And, and that's what, so every time we celebrate, I feel like it, it stimulates me to push to the next goal instead of just kind of grinding out the next goal, uh, without celebrating, I felt, I found that the last few times that we've done celebrations on these big things, I'm super stimulated. It pumps me up and it gets me to look forward to the next goal that I actually wanted to do. And I'm doing it with more enthusiasm and more, uh, clarity and not burning out. I feel like I'm just more ready to go for it. Right. That's awesome. So it's an interesting concept that you guys should practice. Yeah. So going back on wisdom now that I've been in the game forever and you got David who, who's our owner manager in, in La Quinta. And I reached out to him this weekend. I said, Hey, Hey, Dave, we voice text all day long. <laughs> Some people say that's incredibly annoying, but me and David, I broke him. He, he loves it now. So <laughs> we do it together. And uh, <laughs> some people hate it, though. Uh, I understand. Um, but I said, hey, make sure, like, you just crush this 5K. It, well, maybe it was a 6K. Maybe it was a 7. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever it was. It was a four miles. But um, I'm like, dude, what you just did, like, the company's never done something like that. We've always done internal challenge uh, like uh, events really but we really never reached out to the public and say hey public you guys help too and like had signups of non-members run and stuff so like he had to go to the city and get the city's approval like it was just a, a lot of moving parts and i was like please sit back reflect on all this be proud of yourself give yourself like a high five you know but like just Please do that because, and then, you know, I haven't done it in the past mm -hmm. and you do deserve this. So it's cool to be able to, to be in my position where I've made these mistakes and I could help out people and, and hopefully, hopefully he listened, you know, <laughs> so, or he might be like, screw you, man, on to the next, but whatever. <laughs> but I was just, I was just, it was a cool moment for me to be able to mentor him and be like, Hey man, like you crushed that dude. Like that was game changing. And so. Yeah, and guys, and we're sharing that wisdom with you guys. We're sharing how we've, the little tips we've done, you know, and hopefully this like stimulates your guys' brain and get you guys thinking in a certain way, but there's ways to boost your confidence up. And we're just trying to share the things that kind of work for us. And hopefully you guys apply it to your lives and start to build that confidence in yourself and that pride within yourself and kind of boost yourself to another level and have these little tools. Because like Jerry said in the beginning, it's like, you know, confidence, some people are born with it, but most of us have to artificially create it. Yeah. You know, and this is what today is about teaching you guys how to artificially create confidence within yourself and doing certain things to feel that way and, and to operate that way. So take it, take these in, soak them in and soak our wisdom up. <laughs> dude, shout out to Palm Desert for those fireworks this weekend, dude. The firework, the finale was insane. Where did you watch? Yeah, fireworks? I watched Palm Desert. The oh, Civic Palm Center. Desert? Yeah, yeah, you were there. I was off of one eleven. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I saw them from one eleven. How about that finale, dude? Oh, dude, it was sick. I was like, it was a great screaming. show. I was like, what <laughs> the hell? It was just awesome. So yeah, it was cool. So anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for being you, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Stay awesome, guys. Bye. Guys, thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Fit and Forty Two Life. You know, we all have people in our lives that we really want to help change, but they just don't listen to us. But maybe you can send them this episode 
And that would be all they need to help change and really make an impact on them. You know, thank you so much for all the support we've been getting from you guys. And remember, keep living the Fit and 42 life.